I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. I'm Bella Hilton, dedicated to helping women who are struggling to conceive with the mental and emotional journey of it all. So we can help to calm down your nervous system and help you to conceive that beautiful baby. And where are we? We're in November already, do you believe it? And Christmas is so close. I think if you peek around the corner right now, you could probably see a bit of tinsel already, right? It's coming at us fast. And that, of course, can mean one or two things for you. Number one, you love Christmas and you can't wait. Or two, you're dreading every second of it. Or three, maybe you are do have a mixture of both. Maybe you actually love Christmas, but you know, you have some mixed feelings about it. Now I'm always straight with you, but I always have loved Christmas or the holidays or whatever it is you celebrate at that time, right? I love the decorating, and honestly, even though I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to get the perfect gift for people, I do love the process of thinking about buying gifts for people. Only I tend to wait until the last minute. Are you like me? I tend to wait until the last minute, have this brilliant idea that couldn't possibly be delivered or executed in the time available, and then vow next year I'll manage my time better. Or I save that up for their birthday, right? So then I've already got an idea for their birthday, but I still don't know when to get them for Christmas. (laughs) But that is one place where I tend to never learn. Hopefully, Hopefully, I'll start to learn that lesson. Anyway... Christmas has really been uh, never been a source of pain for me. I will level with you there. But I know for many people and those trying to conceive, it can be a really mixed time, a time where you have to face all the relatives empty-handed once again, where you risk all the questions about your fertility and why you don't have a child yet, You know, where your cousin turns up with two kids and a pregnant belly. Right, It can be hard. Or maybe you risk just drinking too much and becoming a blubbering mess in the corner. I know, I've probably done that before. Because you too want that beautiful baby in your arms and another fucking year has gone by, right? And you too want that experience of celebrating all the fun things with, you know, with that child who you long for, who is so excited to find that present under the tree. Or, um, but I think it's the biggest one right there, right, is another year going by. That's one of the biggest heartaches about all the calendar events, right? Birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Easter, Thanksgiving, Halloween, Christmas, New Year's, and whatever else you might have on your calendar. Okay, these marked events in our calendars remind us that yet again, another year has gone by. And it's just not how we pictured our lives, And while Christmas never upset me, you best believe that I had an image in my head of how my life was supposed to go, that I had to grieve really seriously at several times in my life, right? When I got divorced, for example, I was so ready to be a wife and a mother at that stage of my life. Like I really acknowledged that to myself. I was 
craving being that wife and a mother. I felt like this was the life stage where I should be doing this. But the relationship I was in was not good for me. So there was no point hanging out in it, right? Just because I had this image in my head. And I grieved for a long time, though, around that broken image because it took a little while for my heart to catch up to reality, right? And a few years after my divorce, when I just couldn't find a relationship uh, that was worth it, I mean, I had a few more disastrous relationships post-divorce, I grieved ever finding that relationship or the opportunity to have a child because I was already 36 and we know what, what the world says about that, right? Which isn't true, by the way. And more recently, when I had breast cancer, I had to really grieve the loss of my boob, to be honest with you. I know that sounds weird, but the image I had of my body was of two fully intact breasts that belonged to me, not one boob and one implant under skin that no longer had sensation, right? It was a real process to go through to catch up with this image that I had of myself in my head that didn't match up with the one that was in the mirror. And we do this with many things in our lives. It's not just around fertility, like I'm saying, but it's definitely probably the biggest one for me where I had the most transformation around that. Followed up pretty quickly by the loss of my breast, as you might imagine, right? Because that was never going to be part of my story. And it was, and it shocked me, but here we are, and I'm happy, and I'm past it, right? Because I'm sure if I asked you, though, you will have a clear picture of how your life was supposed to look right now or is supposed to look right now. How many kids, you know, you're supposed to have right now? What job maybe that you're meant to be in? And it probably doesn't look remotely close to that picture, right? Maybe you're meant to have three kids already because you didn't want to be an older parent or whatever it is, but maybe you've only just met your partner and now you're having trouble. Who knows, right? There's all number of um, reasons that the image in your head doesn't match up with reality. But honestly, that mismatch of pictures in our head of our current existence versus where we thought we were going to be can be an emotional, spiritual, and mental killer for us, right? It's like the square peg, round hole kind of scenario that we keep trying to jam in day after day. So why is it important to talk about this? Well, firstly, it's the mismatch of pictures in our head that actually causes us the most pain. It's almost like gaslighting yourself, right? It's like when I was sitting in a really toxic corporate job and every weekend I would completely get the place out of my system. Pretty much 5pm on a Friday would be out of my system, right? As soon as I walked out the door and I would feel normal and whole again. And every Monday I had to drag and I was dragging myself in there. Come on, get in there. Like I was going back to my torturer And it actually didn't make sense to my brain. My brain couldn't cope with it. I know this sounds dramatic, but it was like every Monday I actually didn't believe that I still worked there. It felt incongruent. It didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel real. It was the weirdest time of my life because the image in my head of how my life was looked nothing like my reality. And my whole existence, my heart, my soul, my mind, my body literally had trouble accepting it. 
and I didn't quit because of my circumstances and I felt stuck. So that was even worse, like this real stuck emotion in my body. That pain though did serve me in some ways. It served me because it forced me to quit eventually, but not without major consequences to my health. I will put that in there because I'm adamant that people shouldn't sit as long as I did in the pain that I was in. So it's important on that front because keeping ourselves fixated on how life is supposed to be right now is actually quite toxic for the body. It's depleting on many fronts. Which brings me to my second point today, which is good news, and that is allowing deep acceptance into your life of where you're at can allow deep healing to occur. And that's exciting. And I know you need deep healing, right? Unless you're one of my clients already who are listening to this. And I'm talking about the kind of healing where you are just not the same again, right? My clients often come to me in a state of total trauma. This is why I know you need deep healing because they often come to me in total states of trauma. It's the only way to describe it, right? Literally unable to hide any of the depth of grief they are feeling from anybody. I can see it on their faces, in their bodies, in their voices. It's palpable. Like I'm thinking of a client right now whose energy was completely chaotic. She couldn't even turn up to my complimentary support call right, to see if she wanted to work with me because her trauma meant she was all over the place, mentally and emotionally and energetically and spiritually. And I felt like life was on top of her and it was winning. Oh, my heart just went out to her. She was so distraught though for messing up the time, which I appreciate because I am a person sitting here waiting for people. But I wasn't concerned because I could tell she was really trying to do her best and she was not at her best, and she didn't mean for this to happen. To now, some sessions on, and she is calm, she makes decisions with clarity, and she always turns up on time. Like, she is just a different person. She's advocating for herself. She is chalk and cheese. The difference is incredible, and I'm so proud of her. So when we do allow ourselves that gift, because it is a gift doesn't feel like a gift at first, right? It's very well disguised. But when we allow ourselves to fully accept our lives for where we are, to remove the picture of how it should be to how it is now, we actually calm down our nervous systems. We actually allow change to happen within and we actually then open up to real possibilities for our future. Not only do our minds heal, but our bodies will start to heal too. It has to. Now, clearing that image to open up the future brings me to my last point today. When we allow ourselves to be in our present and see a future of possibilities again, we clear the noise uh, from the life that we expected or made up in our head. And that it can and will leave you feeling clearer and having way more clarity. It allows you to see a life outside of your fertility pathway, where you're, where you're clearly drowning at this point, right? That gives you the opportunity to bring in more joy, more excitement, and a smile even, because you have the space where you can fend off 
Aunt Sally at the Christmas party or whatever party it is, when she's telling you that you aren't getting any younger because it isn't echoing against the same sentiment in your mind attached to that image, right? You can start to acknowledge that where you are in your pathway to parenthood and clearly assess and advocate for yourself on your next steps because they feel like the right next steps and aren't born out of fear. And you can take your body out of that constant state of fight or flight that keeps your body stuck and unrelenting, right? Now, in accepting your life right now, you don't have to fucking like it. (laughs) Can I just tell you that? You don't have to give up on your dream and concede defeat or accept that this is never going to happen, right? Accepting where you are deeply right now doesn't mean that you have to accept that it's always going to be like this. On the contrary, all you are accepting is where you are right now, right here and right now, right? We can't make you 38 with three kids if you're already 41. Trying to turn back the mental clock of time on your age is destroying you. Radical acceptance can lead to radical healing because you're no longer trying to grip so tightly to a reality that hasn't happened. It gives you more energy because you're not holding on so tightly. This isn't even about a future that hasn't happened yet, right? Because the future is still bright. This is about accepting just the here and now. And I know for me, whenever I have done this, in those moments in life where my back was against the wall and I wasn't going to make it, right? When I practiced this radical acceptance, I could also see then that there in this moment, I wasn't actually in any danger, I was okay and and life was still full of possibilities and it allowed good things to start flowing to me again. I'd literally been blocking the good things coming to me in those moments where I wasn't accepting what was real and what was not. So take a moment today or even right now to really acknowledge where you really are, okay? And if you need help with that, please book in for a support call. I've got a few spots um, open at the moment and I would love to be helping you really calm down your nervous system and get the amazing transformations like my clients always do. And I'll see you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving a review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation and you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis and visualization, how to use each one and how they benefit you and of course, some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation hypnosis 
or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.